It looks good. Mm-hmm. We rolling? We will be rolling. We riding? Are you ready? Yes. All right. <laughs> Brick. Welcome back to the NCC Unashamed Podcast. I am here with my guest, John P. You already know who it is. The one and only. The original. <laughs> my dad's the original. Well, he's the uh, second original. But still, he is the second guy on the podcast. He's made his second appearance. And he is here again today. Welcome, John. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Uh, this is my house, actually. We're filming in my house. <laughs> I'm glad to be in my house this morning. Yes, we are filming from his his estate. <laughs> but actually, the owner's estate. I just ran out of room here. <laughs> Whatever, moving on. Uh, so, what you been up to this whole, um, these couple months, really? Um, a lot of new changes. We, uh, I, I was able to work the whole time. I got a promotion at work. I'm now the main youth leader at the church, so yeah. And even better, I've got an awesome girlfriend. Shout out to Marissa Piscina. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shout out. Oh, my gosh. You're dropping names. (laughs) I did. Shoot your shot. (laughs) (laughs) I already did. (laughs) You hit a (laughs) three-pointer. Okay, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Moving on. That's what I've been up to, man. So a lot of good, good stuff still in school. Working through that on a flex format. Shout out to all the kids who are going to watch. I know you're going to be popular with high schoolers and middle schoolers, and I'm sorry for all the flex format and Zoom teaching. It's tough. Okay, that's cool. Um, so what you what have you been doing in the church specifically? Have you been doing any... Uh... Well, I am a maintenance worker there. So my main job that has been since I was 17 years old or 16 years old when I started was to take care of our property. It's a pretty big property, right? Yeah. Three buildings. And we're in Christmas light season, so I'm putting up tons of Christmas lights. Shout out to Fernando. He came out and helped today. I've got a picture on my camera roll. I can give it to him so he can pop it in the podcast if he wants. If not, maybe he can put it somewhere else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've been doing that. And also, you're part of the young adult group. I've been trying to plan for the young adult group. We have great things for the young adult group. And youth is going forward. We're having... A lot of youth come out, and we're on a different night. We used to be on Tuesday night. Now we're on Sunday night. So a lot of changes, but God's in the change, so it's going to be good. Okay, that's a really good response. <laughs> Thank you. So, I'm trying to give my best for the NCC Out of Shame podcast. <laughs> so what have you learned over this um, couple months you've been by yourself? Well, not really, but like you know what I mean? Like you've been kind of trying to be isolated. Well... It was really hard on me. I love being around people. I have the natural tendency that when I'm by myself, I'm sad. So as much as I don't like just living in one room of a big house, it's awesome having two roommates because I'm not alone. Literally, I got so excited when Fernando even pulled up in the drive. What was I doing when you turned the corner to where I live? He was waving. I was in the road, waving my arm, super excited. So when I was forced to be by myself, I realized that I had to work on my relationship with God because I couldn't be with my friends. And oftentimes we try to build our relationship with God solely on the people who know God and we enjoy God with. But God used that time to work directly on my heart. And that was an opening, enlightening experience. That's lovely to hear. (laughs) That was so lovely. Lovely. That was lovely. Lovely. A lovely thing to say. Um, So what do you think you got out of it from... A spiritual standpoint. Be more exact. 
there are things that I was able to return to that I had left. So before this season, and I mean season, it's not even just the pandemic, way before that, when I was a high schooler and I believe God called me to ministry and I was able, because I didn't have a job, to work with him, not work, but spend time in his presence and plan and get into his word and look at teaching and there was a bunch of hope in that when I was in high school. I saw all the great things he had for me, but life happened. I got a job. I have responsibilities. I have different things going on. And when I didn't have that, I was able to return back to God. Now, I can always be with God, and God doesn't want me to have to not be working to spend time with him. He wants me to include him in everything I do. So the Bible says this in Revelation, which is the last book of the Bible, says to remember where you came from, return there and repent. So I remembered where I was. I returned to that spot and I was able to repent and say, God, I'm sorry for putting things higher than you. And uh, that was a healing experience. So you te- so you were tending to get uh, busy in your lifestyle, but not really making room for, well, you had room, but you didn't have enough room. You can be a little different when you're working in a church because you think just because you work in a church and part of your job is helping the youth and part of your job is helping the young adults. You're spending time with God, but there's an awesome metal artist. You like metal music? I like a little bit. Yeah. The lie. He doesn't like metal I music. Love metal music. <laughs> <laughs> and it's by a Christian man called for today. And their leads lead singer. He preaches a lot and something he said, I'm not sure if he's the first person to say it, but it's stuck with me because I've fallen into this so much. He said, It's not about doing things for God. It's about doing things with God. So when you work at a church, you can go, well, I'm doing things for God. I'm good. But God's more interested in us doing things with him than for him. And I had been doing a bunch of stuff for him saying, God, that's good enough. And he wanted to spend more time with me. I think that happens a lot of times when we try to uh, get complacent, maybe you could say. And uh, we just carry on with everything that's going on. But that's so busy with you going on in your lifestyle or just your life, your uh, social life, your, you know, overall. Yeah. And then you just completely forget about what's really important. Yeah. So that that was the main thing I got out of it. I realized that I was so nervous about having to stay in my house more and not being able to spend time with my friends because I wasn't at a good spot internally with God. And... God gave me a big analogy about the house and everything, and I taught a message about it. And so it was good. He taught me a lot. I think he teaches us a lot of things that we wouldn't think that we needed to know, or, you know, we just think it's obvious, you know? Well, we want God to teach us things that we want to know, but there's usually things we know we need to know, and he wants to address those, but we shut him out. Uh, Because sometimes those things hurt. Oh, Oh, he's getting real on this podcast. No, yeah, I feel like we, I feel like you do push it to the side or whatever you try to do, you ignore it or you do just hide it in the closet and then eventually. Exactly. It has to come out eventually. You know? It does. It's going to come out. And it's always better if we get it out with God before, because he said it's going to get out. It can even get out when you address it with God on your terms or it'll come out when you don't want it to come out. And it's always better to come out when you can bring it up with God, with him. Instead of having it come out in the public when you don't want it to come out, I think I try. I think I uh, re- like during not even during the pandemic, but a little bit before, I felt the same way that you kind of felt. I felt like I was um, putting it to the side, 
not really dealing with it head on, actually, yeah. like, you know, speaking about it or praying about it. And instead, I was just trying to move on. And I don't think that was a, a healthy thing. It was, I think it was a thing I should have done. I should have been more spiritual about it instead of just, uh, you know, been shy away, shying away from it, you know? Yeah. And dealing with the problem head on. It's good. Just like, you know. Pastor Jonathan, you know Pastor Jonathan? I do. Great voice, right? You should get him Great on voice. the NCC. Uh, we got to get him on the NCC. Yeah, we got to get him. He's excited about that. You'll be excited about it too. But his dad, who has passed away, but he said this. And it's another one of those statements that you just remember. I like those statements that you always just remember. Don't right. do things for God. Do things with God. Here's another one. You never overcome what you're not willing to confront. So when we don't confront the stuff that God's talking to us about in our life, we never overcome them. So whenever we get in his presence or we try to we try to do things with God, that thing's still there and he's wanting us to address it, but we keep pushing it away and we can never overcome it until we're willing to confront it. And for those that were paying attention, the time of more isolation was a great time to overcome and confront the issues that have held us back. So when we do go back to normal, we're not going back to normal. We're going back to better. I feel like it was also a time for you to discover yourself, learn more about yourself. What do you mean by that? I feel like a lot of people didn't know much about themselves because they were living in a world of technology. So they were all very busy with their day-to-day lives and then just being on their cell phones or, you know, getting on Instagram yeah. and not really thinking about their problems or their life. They're just, you know, running away from it, going into this whole, you know, social media complex. And then when you're alone, like these times, like, you know, like California, that's very strict on the quarantine and what they're trying to do, trying to shut down. Um, there, were, it's like you're stuck by yourself, and you really, you know, what are you gonna do now? You have to uh, face these problems head on. Yeah, and the cool thing about God, and this is where a lot of people get it off, is God convicts, the enemy condemns. And again, here's another line that just came out. This came out last week. The difference between condemnation um, and conviction is condemnation says you'll never be better than this thing you did wrong. Conviction says you're already better than this thing you did wrong. You need to live by who you are. So whenever we say we need to get to know ourselves, we got to get to know the spirit man inside of us. Because that part, if we're born again, which if you're not born again, put something in the comments. You'd be checking the comments. We'll get them saved in Jesus' name. Is that you have, you're new on the inside. That's why we're called new creation. It says old things have passed away. All things have become new. And all things are of God. And that's not in your head. That's not in your body. Because you and I still have not the best mods ever. (laughs) It's in our spirit. And our spirit's pure. And it says all things are of God. And when we get to know who we are with God, God reminds you of who you are in your spirit. And that becomes so strong. It changes the way you think. And it changes the way you act. There you go. Uh, shifting a little into what's really what what's going into today's world, uh, how did you feel about what happened uh, in November? The elephant in the room. <laughs> well, it sounds like there isn't an elephant in the room. Yeah. There isn't a Republican in the room right now. No, but I mean, yeah. Uh, what do you think happened to elections? I mean, do you think it was? Uh, I don't know. I wanted to get your opinion, your perspective. On well, that. I think it'll be decided. Uh, what we want is we want truth. And I, I voted for someone and it didn't go the way that I thought it would go or the way I wanted it to go. But ultimately it needs to go the way the people chose God throughout the whole 
Bible allowed people to have what they wanted. Originally, in Israel, guess who Israel's king was? God was the king. They didn't have a king. And the people said, we want a king. He said, you want a king instead of me? They're going to they're gonna tax you. They're going to take your women. They're going to do this. It's going to be bad. They said, we want a king. We want to be like everyone else. And God gave them what they wanted. What we need to remember is it's not who's in charge of the White House. It's who's in charge of this house. And if we get in tune with who's living on the inside of us, regardless of who the president is, we can change because God didn't give the authority to the president and the United States government. He gave the authority to the church. And the only reason we're in this spot where it seems so uh, tumultuous is because we haven't risen as the church. So if we use this time, they're still figuring it out in the Supreme Court as of now. I don't know how long it's going to take, uh, Fernando. They're probably going to take it to the Supreme Court. I don't know where it's at right now. What I'm saying is it's undecided right now. But no matter what's decided, if the church will decide who their Lord, who their master is, we can start influencing the world around us. And that's, that's what matters. And if we focus all our attention on what happened, what didn't happen, what should have happened, we're missing out on what God can do through us. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of people looked at it from a... Uh, very, also, well, obviously it was a political view. Everything was very political, but uh, I felt like it was very image-like. So it was like, if you vote for so-and-so or if you vote for whoever... Um, you hate you hate me or something or mm. whatever it was you know because a lot of people felt very like uh a lot of hate in their heart a lot of anger you know i'm sure they did and maybe it's not intentional but i felt like it was very uh like it was very like stuck in their heart and they just you know yeah. and uh well i just feel like we sh we need to go back to in a time where it was okay to have an opinion yes. rather than having to uh, judge somebody of their opinion it's it's hard in our lives because we all have a conviction of what truth is and we believe you believe truth is worth fighting for of course so how do we do that without degrading someone else how do we stand for truth and if the other side we believe isn't standing for truth and they believe that the other side isn't standing for truth how do we do that I think worshiping God and coming together, you know what I'm saying? That, oh, 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 oh my goodness. No, exactly. But, uh, That's why I always say those are the spiritual answers, and they're true. No, but, uh, but what does that look like in the day-to-day? -day? We got to take what God speaks to us in those spiritual times we gotta unite. out in the open. We got to unite. Um, but the thing is, it's not a person. It's not a party. It's the person of Jesus who lives inside of us by his spirit. And it's got to be a revival. And if it isn't a revival, then this country's not going to change. And the truth of the matter is, around the world, usually Christians arose under the hardest of leadership. So may, do, we, we, do we desire to have somebody who may seem easier for churches and easier for Christians because we want to see revival or we just want it to be comfortable for us? Because often our comfortability is in direct contrast to growth of the kingdom. Don't get me wrong. I want people who support churches staying open, that preachers can preach what they want, that stand up for life from the womb to the grave. I want all of that. 
but it's not going to change me. And I'm not going to declare it's not going to change you no matter what, because we serve the king of kings, the president of presidents. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah. So that, that's where I'm at. I don't know exactly right now. I've been trying to not meditate on it. I've got other stuff to think about. It's not going to change me, but I continue to pray. And that's it. Do we care enough to pray? If we don't care enough to pray, then we have to be moved deeper on the inside to say, God, give me a heart for where I live. Give me a heart for these people, whatever, no matter what side they're on. Mm. Because if it doesn't move me on the outside, it's going to be hard for me to move anything on the outside. If it doesn't move me on the inside, it's going to be hard for me to move anything on the outside. And I don't think, um, well, at least us in, in our realm that we are in, I don't think we think about it or emphasize very political things. You know, we don't, we're not very PC police about it. And I don't think, uh, and I think we, devote more of our time to uh god and stuff like that and you know instead of mm -hmm. like you know we push everything sad you know and uh i'm not i'm not a political person either so what i'm about to say <laughs> what i'm about to say is gonna be some real stuff all right and uh you know so get ready for it <laughs> i have no idea what he's gonna say so a lot of people will ask you know um are you a donald trump supporter I go, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter. You know, here, you know, I have a definition for him. I have two definitions for him. He, I looked it up in the dictionary the other day. Uh, the first word is caustically. Caustically. That is not a good word. Now, now, how, now here's the thing. It's the way you use the word. I looked it up in the dictionary. There's a couple definitions. Here's what I found. Keenness, kindness, and the wordage of the word was very, um, uh, to it. Whatever, what else was, what I, what the other meaning was of the word was, uh, acumen. You know what acumen means? Tell us what acumen means so we all know. Acumen means uh, smart, pretty much, right? Like it's uh, someone that's think, like intellectual. <laughs> You're bringing out the big words, bro. Well, you bringing out the big words, you gotta bring out the big <laughs> definitions of those words, bro. Acumen. I think you're right. Yeah, sure. it's like Let's somewhere along those lines. Like, I, I, I Correct us in the comments. Correct us in the comments. And, uh, you know, he's... I really don't know how to put this, but, I mean, he's he's brilliant. You know, I ask myself, where do you get that so much that intelligence from, you know, and then uh, I just, well, here's the thing. I also feel like people looked at too much of the personality standpoint. So a lot of people were like, I don't like his personality. I don't, you know, I'm like, now we can defend or neither defend it, how people look at it. Right. But I don't think I'm really worried about a man's personality. I judge these politicians by not what they have or history, but what they've done. And he's done quite a bit of things in the face of adversity. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Are you a Biden supporter? Um, I'm not going to. Here's the thing. I don't personally support it, but I'm not going to attack you viciously. 
you know i'm not gonna be one of those people that's gonna attack you viciously that's your opinion that's great you know i can't i mean i'll let you know some i'll talk to you about some stuff but other than that like i can't really change someone's opinion about what they think of you can know? i say the reason why i asked that question what do you ask because we need to pray just as much for the people on the other side as for the people on our side. So right. you and I can say we support Biden and we support Trump. We support what God wants to do in their lives. We support their family. We support that. And if we get to that spot that no matter who they are, you got to wink to the camera. Did you see that on the podcast? If we can get to that spot, then we are ministering. And you're like, John, I'm not preaching. Well, you're living your life. That's ministering from a pure place. But if we get in our heart, ugh, that other side. I'm going to throw a brick through the window. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Then we're not going to live from a pure spot. And if our heart ain't right, the work ain't going to be right. I know that's bad English. <laughs> I mean, he's got a good point, you know. It's like, um, no, I don't want to get too much into this, but what was going on with the rallies, it got a little too out of place you know i feel the like riots was, or the it, rallies well, it would it became like not a rally but it was like they were protesting and then it became a riot yeah that's true it also was like i feel like it also should have been more of a peaceful thing rather than you know a violence now i'm not saying it was i'm not no i'm not saying it was rather protesting or not was it right i don't know that's not really my mo to get into but like i don't really think the rioting was or like you know was like any of that was right. No other protests. So the thing is that there's something called nut seeking that the media does a lot, which means they like to project what is the nuttiest thing out there. So there's not as much rioting as there is protesting. The riots aren't right in my from where I stand. Right. Protesting is great. That's something that we have in our country, and sure. the majority of people did it peacefully. But just like this, we have to address cops who don't do things right and say, that's not okay. But when there are riots that are bursting out of protest, we need to look at the riots and say, those riots aren't right. Police officers who overextend authority and hurt people that when it shouldn't happen, that's not right. But listen, most cops are great. Most cops are good. We don't need to change everything about cops. People who protested for a lot of those things had a very pure heart, but the riots weren't right. And you I, see how we have to look at something holistically. We can't right. look at it in a box of this is who I am. This makes me feel comfortable. We need to look at it through the eyes of God. And God lives at high enough of an elevation where he sees it all. There you go. And it's not like uh, I felt like the whole... Well, we were getting into what were we getting into exactly? We I don't know. You into, didn't tell me what we we're going to talk well, about. No, I don't. No, I'm not comfortable with it being this <laughs> political. No, I mean, I just wanted to get into a little bit of you know. We got to get. We got to address these things. If we're never going to address them, then we're never going to progress in this uh, time okay. of the century. Well, you know, decade as we said, we just started a decade. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Feels like a decade in one year, doesn't it? Feels more than a decade. Hey, <laughs> mark my words, 2020 is my best year yet. I'm going to say that in faith. And the best, say it, is yet to come. Ah! You already know. You already know. Uh, no, man, I just feel like uh, these times have been uh, hard for a lot of people. I know a lot of people deal with uh, 
mental health or uh, you know anxiety whatever it is but i think when you have uh, jesus in your realm as your main realm you just seek him and pray and like read the word every day uh there's nothing that can't stop you you ever seen a wagon wheel uh i have not okay so wagon wheels a big circle like this and then in the center there's a thing called a hub okay it's like the cord and then you know how there's the spikes or not the spikes but mm -hmm. that, that go from the center to the wheel yeah jesus is the center so is our work life going from that is our friendships going from that is our finances going from that is our sexuality coming from that is it all coming from the center that makes the thing move forward jesus should be the thing that drives us forward jesus should be the thing that keeps this podcast going forward there you go you hear this guy he's got much wisdom i but all this stuff i can literally see the people in my life that taught me these things it's not of me it that's why the connections are so important because it'll come back to you i remember who told me this i remember when god told me this we're smarter together which is why we got to get back to that unity that's right you know my grandma used to say she has that she has a good saying it was uh she's like you can destroy yourself on the same road you took to avoid it so it was Ooh, like that's deep it was like very like you know like you can self-destruct on the same road that you're going on that you're like you know that you're supposed to go on but like you know i mean it's not nothing's nothing anything can happen really you know but it was very whew. <laughs> <laughs> that is whew. that's it's interesting god calls us to such a high standard that we can't do it by ourselves because we can be doing the right thing with the wrong motivation that's why i say why you do what you do matters too so the tough part is, and the Bible says that we stand before Jesus someday and he'll look at it and he knows the heart of what we did and what we did. So even if we did the right thing, John, I went to your small group every week and it was annoying. But in God, <laughs> we go there, God's going to talk to us about the condition of our heart when we did it and we won't get rewarded if our heart isn't there. It all starts from the core of soul, man. Come on. The heart. Come on, on three, hit him with it. <laughs> Two, three. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, most definitely. And uh, well, I'm sure as we go into more into next year, maybe years forward, we're actually going to get more um, stronger. In the I think this church is actually going to get much stronger, you know. Praise God. So like be it's it. It's going to be more... Uh, the spiritual realm will be much heavier in there than it has ever been before. I think so. You know, I think that's uh, something that we're all excited for. Shout out to Pastor Mark. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right. He's a uh, he's a great guy, and uh, you know, we just love hearing from him. We do every Sunday, every Sunday, and that's it. It's honoring those who built what we have. We wouldn't have our small group. We wouldn't have the friends we have if Pastor Mark didn't decide to be faithful with what God gave him. That's right. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. 30 years ago almost. 29 years. Pastor, you got to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, we need to talk about that, buddy. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. Huh? <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, no, yeah, I feel like he puts certain people in positions for certain reasons. And I think uh, people are called for certain things. And I just definitely feel like he's called for preaching. Yeah, for leading. 
Right, doesn't it just feel right? It feels right. It's just, uh, it just feels, you know, very, uh, I don't know. We we came in here very nonchalant. We did. It was maybe too <laughs> early in the morning. A little early. <laughs> we went a little nonchalant in here, but now we've got the energy. We're ready for the day. Yes. You're going to, the podcast is going to be great. We're going to have a couple more guests. Okay. John may be on more. I would love to be on more. Marissa might be it in attendance one of these times with John. Oh, with John. That's okay. right. Couple's questions. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure it's going to be a great time. And uh, I'm sure that on our next podcast, which will be, I don't know, whenever you're not busy. <laughs> Can I ask but, a question? What's up? What is the one takeaway from this podcast? My takeaways from my, this podcast is learning a lot from people but I want to learn from them and uh, I want to get their spiritual standpoint their uh, I want to get a lot out of them you know yeah I feel like a lot of people probably have but they just you know they're kind of like hiding it not hiding it or just like you know holding it in and then like let it out yeah you know? that's good so it's like a great platform to let it out on it I like it thank I'm you so excited. much I love these I would do them once a week with you if I could <laughs> There you go. All right, everybody. Well, the, the Unashamed Podcast is brought to you by Keeps. If you're losing your hair and um, you're uh, pretty much, you know. This is a joke, right? Um, you know, go to Keeps.com and <laughs> get 25, 25 Peace out. At the Unashamed Podcast.